It's the Slewfoot Hockey Show with Fred and Dave. It's trade deadline time. The Leafs are making a splash. And find out who the winner of Craft Hockeyville is. All of that coming up next. The Slewfoot Hockey Show. Boldly going where no man has gone before. Wait, wrong show. Oh, that's a Slewfoot. That is a Slewfoot, don't you think, Jonesy? Welcome to the Slewfoot Hockey Show. Tomas! Tata! That look like a Slewfoot to you, Jack? Here are your hosts, Fred Angema and Dave Abbott. You two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. Welcome to the Stupid Hockey Show. It is April 11th. Less than how many hours, Dave? Do the math quick, please. Squeeze, please, please. Quick, please, do the math. Squeeze, please. Squeeze, please. Uh, that would be, um... what is it, noon Eastern time tomorrow? Or three 18. o'clock? 18 hours. Is it noon or is it three o'clock? 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 3 p.m. Okay. 18, 18 and a half hours. 18. hours away from trade deadline and all of the hooliganism happening. Hooliganism? Hooliganism. Hooliganism. Is that something like Cat in the Hat would say for sure? Oh, he can't now. He's banned. Isn't that something? Well, you know, Pepe Le Pew would have something to say about that. Oh, wait, he's banned too. (laughs) You know know who's going to say something? Who's that? Probably Mr. Potato Head. Oh, yeah, he can't. Oh, wait. This just came in. Can't do that either. Even a Potato Head can't talk. No, he cannot. No. (laughs) Where does it end? Oh, when he gets mashed. I don't know. Thomas the Train. He's carrying coal. Oh, that's bad for the environment. Cancel. Cancel it. What else can we cancel? Let's do it. We got uh, we, Slinky. Slinky looks yeah. too much like a tornado. Canceled. Done. Yep. What else? I agree. I what other? I... What other kids thing? Caillou. Big wheel. Big wheel. Yeah. Um, it's just too big. It's way too big. It looks like it could smash a potato head. It could. Yeah. Could roll over a skunk. That's right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now the canceling is cancel- canceling the counts. What? You're canceling the cancel. The canceling is canceling the cancel. You're canceling it out. That's crazy. Oh, man. I don't like this culture. Welcome to 2021. It's so <laughs> bizarre. What's going to happen in 2022? Who knows? Hopefully we'll be oh, out of all hopefully this. Hopefully more of the entertaining wackos keep going. Yeah, right? <laughs> Next up, He-Man canceled. Well, how, how, is, how is Yosemite Sam still good to go? You remember that guy? He was crazy. He's a, he's a gun-wielding maniac. Yeah, he was kind of a whack job. He's next. 
That's not as bad as the skunk. That well, I don't know. This the skunk and the cat. I mean, it happens all the time, right? In nature, doesn't it? Uh, what What did Uncle Speedy do? Speedy Gonzalez. What did he do? He's canceled too. Speedy's canceled. Yeah, I did not hear that one. I think too fast. Uh, ate too much cheese. I don't know what underlay means, but maybe that was the offensive part. You know, I just put down flooring last weekend. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. It had under- a lot of underlay, underlay. It had underlay on it, so it was perfect. I didn't have to put down any underlay. <laughs> All I did was put down the tile. Were you fast at it? We went pretty quick. So you were, you were, you were Uncle Speedy with the underlay, underlay. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they just want all that slowed down. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. Maybe we should move on from, from cancelness. From the craziness. Yes. Yeah. Craziness that is 2021. And we're going to we're gonna talk some hockey. Uh, like you say, we're 18 hours? 18.5? 18 and a half, yeah. 18 and a half um, hours away from 3 p.m. I just need up on something. What's that? I'm going to do this entire episode with Pepe Le Pew's voice. Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, okay, if you're going to do that, then I have to come up with a Looney Tunes character to do I'm it. Gonna, well. I'm going to show my love for the Red Wings. Okay. Maybe I will... Um, who's? Is it a big rooster or is it a big chicken? No, he's a big rooster, right? What's his name? Foghorn Lakehorn? Foghorn Lakehorn. He's got to be canceled, too. Got to be canceled. I say, I say. <laughs> I'm going to talk about that guy. I tell you what. <laughs> about, you talk like Pepe the Pew. I'll talk like Foghorn Langhorn. I, I may be coming up empty on my promise. That's going to be hard to do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> as entertaining right. as it would be. <laughs> well, we'll we'll bring it up once in a while. That'll, that'll right, be fun. All yeah. right. Okay, Dave. So we're going to talk uh, a whole bunch of stuff. Some top shelf news from around the league. Um, some teams have already started to trade. Sure have. Yeah, uh, we saw it a couple of weeks ago because we weren't here last week. Um, we talked I about just... the the Eric Stahl trade, uh, who had a great start, but then kind of has fizzled since. But that's all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Leafs are really trying to go out and make some noise and hot off the wire. Just uh, what a couple couple hours ago. Yeah. They made a big trade, and we'll talk about that in a minute. And then we're gonna we're also talk about who the winner of Craft Hockeyville is. I'm gonna practice my pronunciation, <laughs> and we are also gonna do a slew foot top five. We're gonna talk about our player of the week, of course, and a slew top five, slew foot top five, <laughs> uh, top five players who are still available to be traded. Uh, in our opinion, who could get moved tomorrow? We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'd be interested to see where all of these guys go and they potentially could go. So I have a top five. You have a top five. We might intermingle. Maybe some similar names. (laughs) There might be. Is that okay? I think it's more than okay. All right. I don't want to get canceled about that. All right. Okay. So let's go, Dave. Um, So top shelf news. Uh, Let's, jump right into some of the trades that we saw from two weeks ago. I got to tell you, there's a couple of teams who have been really active. Your Red Wings. Yeah. I've, I've been very active in the last couple of days. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, 
I would say the most from my perspective right now have been the Florida Panthers. Yeah. Close to it. I think yeah. close to it. Yeah. I don't think they're done. I don't think they're done. Why, why would you be done? This is the year. They're just, they're pouring yeah. it on. They yeah. got three good goalies right now. We'll they're talk about two. Yeah. They might have two by the end of it. Like you say, <laughs> yeah. if you can, if you could get stronger by getting rid of someone, let's do it. That's what right. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll start with 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 the Panthers. Um, this is from. So I kind of took all of the trades since after Eric Stahl. Um, who else did we talk about? Brendan Lemieux as well. He went to L.A. So yeah. anything that happened after Brendan Lemieux, we kind of talk. We're going to kind of touch upon. Kind of get your reaction on that, and I'll give you my two cents as well. Not that it really means anything, but I'm going to do it. Okay. So we'll start with Chicago. Chicago gets Vinny Hinestrosa from the Panthers mm-hmm. for Brad Morrison. Uh, did Brad Morrison score a couple goals yesterday? Did I see that? I don't know about that. Maybe it was someone else I was thinking of. Could be. I see a lot Could of be. names. I see a lot Could of names be. because I, 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 yeah, I, I play the uh, the old Tim Hortons game. I'm not going to go on about Tim Hortons, but you know, <laughs> but I drink McDonald's coffee. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> nope. He did not score two goals. It was Jason Robertson that scored a couple of goals. Oh, from the Dallas stars, not Brad Morrison. That's right. Jason <laughs> Robertson. He's got a bunch. This Jason yeah. Robertson kid. Yeah. He's a good player. Good he's up player. and coming. This guy. Yep. Yep. Um, so what'd you think about that trade? Just kind of, hmm. Yeah, it was a ho-hum a little bit. Yeah, a little ho-hum. This next one was, this next one was uh, pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. So the Islanders were, you know, they, they lost their captain. Yeah. Uh, he's out for till the end of the season. He's not even, I don't even think he'll be back for the playoffs. And the Islanders currently. Yeah, I think they're saying no. Yeah. So they're currently sitting first in the East. Are they first? No, Washington. They're third in the East. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, they went out and to replace the captain who's injured, they traded with New Jersey. They acquired forward Travis Zajac and forward Kyle Palmieri, who's potentially the hairiest man in hockey. Um, <laughs> Brent Burns? Yeah, maybe. Pardon? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So... I would say Kyle Palmieri is so hairy that he uses Love My Carpet on the bottom of his feet. <laughs> Ew. Right? That's Formerly, formerly hairy. Hmm. Yeah, not allowed to be super hairy when you play you know, for the uh, I Islanders. I don't get Lemarillo's rule there. It's, well, it's, about, it's about control. Sure it is. It's very similar to the New York Yankees as well, right? Of the old. Uh, Are they currently still under that regime? I th- I don't know if they're under that regime. I think it's just ceremonial now. Isn't it? It's bizarre. It is. You, Lim- can't, have a, you can't have a talking skunk, <laughs> but you can have a general manager says shave everything off your face because I don't like it. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just don't get. It is what it is. Yeah, and apparently. I, what do they have to have interview their players before they trade for them? Probably. 
Will you shave? No. Done. Deal's done. Sorry. Wouldn't you want to have a winning hockey team? You know what, though? These guys are coming from the Devils, who aren't great, and they're going to a team that has really been quite good the last few years. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll shave. I'll do that. Wouldn't you? I don't know. No? no. <laughs> you I keep... you got a mullet right now. Look at that. You do have a you have a mullet going. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's almost flowing in the breeze. It is. Yeah. My breezy basement. <laughs> so they traded who did the uh who did the Devils get back in return? Mason Jobst. Yeah, a couple, you know, AJ Greer and a first round pick in 2021. Yeah. And a conditional fourth rounder. The Whatever condition that. the condition is if Paul Mary signs with Islanders again. Sure. Then they get a fourth rounder. Yeah. That's a good move, though. Good, good move. Yeah. So you got two players to take over your captain. Do you think that'll work? They lost their first game they played with these guys. <laughs> That's fine. Over. I think Islanders are going downhill. <laughs> are they? Are they? No, I, I, he's, he's obviously a proven um, I don't know if he's a strong goal scorer, but he's definitely he's definitely in the lineup to to be he'll get points anyway. Paul Mary? Yeah. Well both of them. Both of them are good players. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Paul Mary scored a goal tonight, by the way. That's only one. <laughs> it's a good start. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh who else scored? And then it's all tied up. All tied up between the Rangers and the Islanders. So, there you go. I thought it was a good move. Good move. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Chicago and Florida. Florida with their second trade. Mm-hmm. Um, they traded. Chicago received Brett Connolly, Riley Stillman, Hendrick Borkstrom, and a 2021 seventh-round pick. For Lucas Walmart and Lucas Carlson. A couple of Lucases. A couple of Lukes. Yeah, that was kind of an interesting one. I I, I don't know who fa- who's who's favorite in that trade. It's just kind of a couple salary dumps, maybe. I think so. Which yeah. yeah, you which you know kind of leads us to believe that Florida's not done. They might be going after someone. Yeah. For sure. I'm just not sure who is available that they can go after. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into more of that, I guess, later, but we start talking about our top fives. Right. <laughs> uh, next trade, Toronto traded conditional seventh round, seventh round pick to Columbus for Riley Nash. Mm-hmm. Riley Nash right now is injured out four to six weeks. So this is Looks like it's just more for playoff help. Because let's face it, the Leafs are making the playoffs. I would think so. Yeah, so they're going to need some help in the playoffs because they could do okay in the. They're they're pretty fortunate that Ottawa's not going to make the playoffs. <laughs> You're right about that. They have some troubles against those guys. Yeah. What well, they, they Ottawa scored in that game last night. Yeah. Ottawa Ottawa plays hard. They're not a great team yet, but. Man, they don't they don't have any quit. DJ no. DJ Smith has them uh, playing quite well. So you can't. They're not very good against Edmonton, but 
Yeah, right. They're really good against Toronto. Yeah. So Riley Nash could certainly add a little bit to to that Leafs lineup, that's for sure. Yep. So, uh, here's where your Red Wings start getting involved. So the Avs traded a fourth-round pick to the Red Wings for Patrick Nemeth. Mm-hmm. What's the lowdown on Patrick Nemeth? What can you bring to that Avs lineup? What he did before he, when he was there last time. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like a good number five to seven defenseman, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's still pretty young. Um, but he's big and he's, he's, uh, good skater. Yep. So he'll fill a hole that, uh, the abs might have if they want to rest a couple defensemen or, you know, just, he won't eat up a whole bunch of minutes, but he'll definitely be, he'll help out. Some depth. And, you know, I, I think the abs really learned from last year. I think Mm -hmm. the only reason they lost to Dallas was their injury problems. Probably right. Yeah. You know, if not, they would have been in the finals. With Dallas had a lot of lucky moments. Sure they did. To get as far as they did. Yeah, a couple of Corey Perry moments. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, Montreal is loving right now. Yeah, former London Knight. <laughs> Isn't Patrick Nemeth? Yes. Former London Knight? Here is. Yep, there we go. Yep. Uh, let's move back to the Panthers again. Mm-hmm. Florida with their third trade? Third trade. Yep. They're not going to have anything left to do tomorrow. <laughs> well, yeah, I think they still will. Yeah, so they got uh, defenseman Brandon Montour from Buffalo for a third-round pick in 2021. Brandon Montour couldn't get on that bus, plane, slash, train fast enough. That is a great pickup for that Florida. Is, that is a really good pickup. Yeah, good defenseman. He's And he's going to look even better in Florida. Yeah, he is. Really, like he's going to have a better supporting cast. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they're really they they really are. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> when they um, snapped their eighteen game losing streak, yeah, he was very instrumental in that win. Yeah, I think he picked up two goals. Yep, one was an empty netter. But for a defenseman to to take over like that, a young defenseman to take over, yeah, he's a good D man. And good he's move. Handling, he's been handling interviews for Buffalo. Yep. Like you got you got a good kid there. Yeah. You know, showing no quit, no. He's probably forced to do the interviews because everybody else was so negative in that town. <laughs> well, who's going to do the interviews? Eichel, Taylor Hall. Uh, none of the above. No. And so, Montour was like stepped right up and. And they stepped up right up on the ice, too, so it's even better. That's a great pickup for Florida. Yeah, oh, for sure it is. I, I think it's fantastic. Especially losing, you know, when when they lost Ekblad, mm-hmm. uh, which was a horrific injury. But, to you know, to now have someone who can really help with that. And there was a few uh, defensemen up for grabs there, too. Yep. Yeah, I think, I think that's a great trade for Florida. Yeah. So, good for them. Yep. Uh, who do we have next? So Colorado, they mm-hmm. went out. They got goaltender Devin Dubnik uh, from the Sharks for Greg Pattern and a fifth-round pick in 2021. Great move, I think, for uh, for Colorado. A steal for Colorado. Yeah, 100. percent Yeah. Um, and he's that's having, what he's, he's having a bit of a rough year. Yeah, because he's in San Jose. But he was playing for the Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll see if he, you know when when he gets some goal support from his from his uh, 
team in front of them. I mean, you're, <laughs> you're playing behind potentially one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. That's, that's got it. He went, hold on. I'm going where? Yeah. yeah. I'm in. Somebody pinch me. That's, that's rejuvenating your career right there. Devin Dumick's a goal, a good goaltender. Well, he was very proven in Minnesota, right? How good he was there. Yep. He was. So to move over to another team that's more talented, more, more skilled depth. Yep. I, he's got to sharpen up his, his, his game a little bit, but I think, I think that's going to help being on a better team. Oh, for sure it is. Yep. Yeah. Good trade. Really good trade for Colorado. Yep. And it adds depth to their goaltending, which is what they need. Yeah. Another reason why they kind of... Um... Is, is, uh, is Grubauer hurt right now? Did I hear that? No, I think Grubauer, is, he's their number one. I think he's healthy. Okay. But anyway, Dubnik, can, he can fill that void. He's been a number one before. Oh, yeah. So. Well, he was fantastic in Minnesota. So. Very, very good trade. Uh, then Tampa Bay got potentially the best... Um, the best defenseman that was going to be, you know, maybe available in, mm-hmm. in at the trade deadline. They got David Savard mm-hmm. and uh, Brian Lashoff for a first-round pick in 2021. You see what's Third? confusing about that deal? What's that? Lashoff came from Detroit. Yep. It was a three-team deal. Yep. But he's still going to be playing for Grand Rapids. Yeah, it, that that was a little bit weird. Now, here's the, the thing. It's happening in Montreal. Yeah, Tampa only has to pay 25% of this guy's salary. Yeah. So Detroit, with that trade for Brian Lashoff, is paying 25% of David Savard's salary, and the Jackets are going to retain 50% of Savard's salary. So they're only paying 25% of this guy's, um, what is it, $4.5 million cap. So Mm -hmm. they're only – and they're right up against the cap, of course – but they're right. only paying like what a million and a bit for his for his salary right. while he's there. Good, I mean that's a good trade for Tampa, of course. Um, Lashoff is he's what'd you say he's playing in Grand Rapids still? Yeah, he's just got named captain. Yeah, that's awesome. Of Grand Rapids, but he's they're still letting him play in Grand Rapids. Yeah. So there's somewhere with Tampa and the deal, he's still eligible to play AHL in Grand Rapids. So where was Iserman GM before he came to Detroit? <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm sure I'm sure him and Breeze uh, Breezeball worked out a deal for sure. Yeah, something's going on there. Yeah, but that's you know it helps every it's help every, it helps everybody. It's just bizarre that you can get traded but still play for the team you just got traded from. <laughs> I know it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah. And uh, Detroit involved again. So I want you to talk about this guy a little bit. So they send defenseman John Merrill to the Habs for Hayden Verbeek in a fifth-round pick in 2021. Yeah. Yeah. And then Montreal waived former London Knight Victor Mete. So. That's, that's, is that, was that last night they put him on waivers or today? It was today. So by tomorrow morning, he'll be a Montreal Canadian still. Unless someone picks him up. Right, but what I'm saying is he'll be a Montreal Canadian tomorrow morning. So. Yes, you don't think he's going to get picked up? No, I don't. I don't think he's shown enough uh, to the rest of the league what he's capable of. Yeah, we know what he's capable of. We got to watch him as a kid grow up here, right? But the guy's lightning speed, and, and, and the last couple of games he's played, he's looked really good. Unfortunately, the depth chart on Montreal's defense right now is is that yep. that he's he's being scratched a lot. Yes. He's he's probably got his nose out of joint a little bit. 
unless right. that's more of his agent that's talking. You know, oh, his because yeah, yeah. he was saying, "Oh, I want to get traded. I want to get traded." Was that really him, or was that his agent? There's players every year that say they want to get traded. They want to get traded, right? Yeah, they just want the oh, right yeah. situation. Give you a good example: Patrick Liney's wanted out of Winnipeg forever. Yeah. Now he's even more unhappy. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't he be? So, uh, be careful what you wish for for some of these players. That yeah, you know, when you're 23 years old and you're like demanding a trade. Be careful. Yeah. So what? Don't what? Be, don't what be can you? By these agents. Right. What can you tell us about John Merrill? Uh, ate up a lot of minutes in Detroit. Yeah. Great. Look. <laughs> Long. Great mullet. Yeah. Great, great stash. One. One of the best defensive defensemen in the league right now. Yeah. And that's he's and that's, a bit. and that's playing in Detroit. So he's a great right. stay-at-home defenseman, yeah. which I think really Montreal's needed. Yeah. They've got all these guys that can rush you, and, and you're really going to enjoy him because he's 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 aggressive. Yep. He has no problem taking the body. And uh, like I said, he, he had a lot of minutes in Detroit. Mm-hmm. But I think he, look at the guys he had when he was coming up. Um, well, they just kind of got him, right? So, yeah. Um, but I, I, I think you're gonna he's a, he's gonna be a rental for you. Yeah, that's fine. Because at the end of the season he'll be back in Detroit. Yeah, probably, right? <laughs> he's from Michigan. He's, he's probably he's a UFA, right? Yeah. He's from Michigan. He's a UFA. So I think Eisman's gonna get him back. Yeah, I'm what did he how old is John Merrill? Let me check. Please hold. Okay. Uh he's only He's only 29. Okay. So he's going to fit in nicely in that defensive core. I think you got a bunch of veterans and a, a couple of young guys, but I think he's going to fit in there nicely. And it was, it was, oh, yeah. It was a guy that I didn't mind wearing number 24 in Detroit. Right. <laughs> it takes a lot of cojones to wear that number in Detroit. It sure does. Yeah. You big shoes to fill or big skates to fill. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? He, he was he was aggressive and he was, uh, he was tough to play against. Yep. So that's good. You're, you're gonna you're gonna enjoy him for the rest of this year, and then we'll have him back. Yeah, and Iserman's got Hayden Verbeek, a young player, and then another fifth round, another fifth round pick, and he's looking yeah. to stock that cupboard, right? Which he's, is what he's he's probably one of the best GMs in the league to do that. That absolutely. He just he knows what his team is if he can, you yeah. know. Well, he learned from Ken Holland, right? Yeah, especially if this guy's gonna come back. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Even if it's a rental, you got a you got a prospect in a fifth round. Yeah, you never know what can happen in the fifth round. So. No, even even beating uh, Tampa Bay last week and beating Carolina last night in a shootout. Yeah, Detroit's still not going to make the playoffs. I don't care what you say. That's good because I wasn't going to say they are going to make playoffs. <laughs> but but they're really uh, putting themselves in a situation where they don't have to lose the lottery anymore for the draft. <laughs> That's right. Just think got shafted. Why yeah. bother? They are yeah. making changes to the draft, though. I don't have those things in front of me, but they yeah, are going to talk about that. Yeah, which so, is good. Again, they're making changes right when Detroit can't benefit again. Right. <laughs> I'm not bitter though. How do you think Lafreniere would have done in Detroit this year? Um, I'm not so sure he would have been there. 
He, he, he may, have been down, may, may have been down in Grand Rapids. I, I, Detroit's well, well known for that. Historically, yeah. they do not play their, their, their high picks. They just don't do it. Yeah. You show me a guy in the last 20 years that's been a high pick and then put right in the lineup in Detroit. Yeah, can't think of it. Because they all their prospects are down, growing in the minors. Darren Helms spent five, six years in the minors. Yeah, and he was one of the fastest skaters in his draft area. Yeah. So it just doesn't happen in Detroit. No, it's patience. They they've always yeah. uh, they've always preached patience. So. Yeah, and they, but they've made some deals where they they let players go and picked up drafts, mm-hmm. picked up picks. So they've had to bring some guys up early. Um, yep. Speaking of that, uh, um, uh, Valeno's coming back. His, oh, season, his season's over over in the Swiss. Joe Valeno's coming back? Yeah. yeah. So he's currently in Grand Rapids. He's going to start off there. But I think uh, after his little quarantine, he's going be, to be coming up to Detroit. Nice. That's yeah. good. Um, okay, Florida, uh, another sign or sorry, another transaction they were involved in. So they signed forward Nikita Gusev for one year, one million dollars. He was put on waivers by the Devils for the purpose of contract termination. So there you go. That's wow. not bad. A, a little bit of extra scoring, maybe. Yep, he's really kind of hit and miss. Gusev is he was very good in the KHL, and I don't know, maybe it's just the players. In, in New Jersey that he was with. Maybe he'll have a new lease on life in Florida. Who who knows, right? So Yeah, it's usually a retirement community down down there, but I think they're looking <laughs> they're looking pretty young for a Florida team. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're looking pretty good. Huberto's cooled off a little bit, but That's if, he, fine. if he gets more help and he gets a little bit less ice time, maybe he won't be as tired come playoff time. Yeah, you got you got bark off though. And that'll that'll really fool Gusev, he'll think Barkov. Oh, he's also Russian. Perfect. <laughs> Even though we know he's Swedish. Right. Yes. Bizarre. But it'll still fool Gusev and he'll play well. That's what it is. It's just mind games. Mm-hmm. There you go. He'll be like, oh, yeah, you're from Russia. Yeah, yeah, I'm from Russia. Yeah. And then by the end of the year, he'll say, man, I scored 20 goals with my fellow Russian. I'm not Russian. I'm from Sweden. <laughs> And I go, what? You're like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next trade. This just happened, like we said, a couple hours ago. So, Trana, Trana, Trana traded. Traded Trana. I, I put that all together. <laughs> Toronto trades a first round pick in 2021 and a fourth round pick in 2022 to the Blue Jackets for Captain Nick Felino. Mm hmm. What was your initial reaction when you saw that? Well, um, I, I thought it was kind of strange, actually. Does that make them a little bit tougher? Oh, absolutely. But what, what role is he going to play there? What, who's he going to play with? Um, exactly my thoughts. Great question. <laughs> Like, is, are you gonna are you gonna sit Thornton for from now till the end of the season? That's what I was thinking. Are they? Scoring? You're not sitting Spezza because the guy's starting to score goals. Yeah. 
He's more productive than Thornton is. Yeah. Thornton. Now, you got, now you got Galchenyuk playing with Tavares, and he's he's getting assists. He's got maybe one or two goals. Galchenyuk, yeah. Yeah, which which kind of gets him up there with Taylor Hall and Jack Eichel numbers. <laughs> right. Yeah. But probably he's better. He's chipping in. Yeah. Galchenyuk. So where I don't I just don't know where Felino fits in this this lineup. Is he going to hit that third line? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Like, is he skilled enough to play with Marner and Matthews? Um, because Marner and Matthews was supposed to be Marner, Matthew, and Thornton. I think they thought That's Thornton kind of would be out. skill enough, and and I think Thornton maybe maybe he's going to be the odd man out. Maybe ten years ago, Thornton was skilled enough, but I don't know if he is now. Sure, but ten years ago, Marner was six. Uh, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Ed, let's let's talk about the captains or former captains the Leafs now have: mm-hmm. Nick Foligno, yeah, Joe Thornton, yeah, uh, Tavares. John Tavares, yeah. Uh, was Spets ever a captain? Um, no, no, okay, dogs, maybe. <laughs> right. I don't think he was, no. Because he was in Dallas for a bunch of years, right? I don't think he was. Right. Jamie Ben's been captain there for a long time. Ottawa? Was he a captain in Ottawa? I can't remember. Well, assistant. Because they had Albertson. Right. Okay, so leadership for sure he's bringing to that. Um, yeah, he knows. Well, and he's and his, his dad played there, and he's he's probably from the area. I mean, he's, I'm not he's, sure where he's from. He's actually done something that most of the Leafs haven't, which is get past the first round of the playoffs. Yep. Yeah, so that might they, be... They've, they've beaten Tampa. Right. They've taken down some monsters going into playoffs. Yeah. So I don't I don't think it's a bad move for the Leafs. I think a first rounder is a little bit of an overpay. Like Where two, do you think he was born? Nick Foligno? Yeah. Uh, You're going to have to think of his dad. Toronto? No, Buffalo. You got it. Buffalo. I was thinking that, you know, from Toronto, but no, it was Buffalo where he was playing. So, I mean, his dad had a great bucket too, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, a big Northland helmet. Yeah, those things. It was, like, it was, uh, it was very, yeah, it was very head heavy. <laughs> but, you know, very little protection. Right, but he had very strong neck muscles. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I think it's a, it's a, is Nick Foligno really – does he add a lot to them? I don't think it's a bad trade. definitely adds grip. Yeah. Because um, I think the there was a lot of weight on Simmons' shoulders to try and be that guy. Right. Which he's done a pretty good job of. So now you're going to have two lines with some grip to it. Yeah. Because Simmons is going to stay where he is. He'll be a grinder. Foligno's a little more skilled than Simmons for sure. Right. You definitely have some good leadership capabilities from from Nick Foligno. So he's he's. I don't know if he missed. No, I don't think he's missed any games this year. But he's only got sixteen points. Yeah, which well, isn't horrible. There's no, a lot of people who have a lot less who are supposed to be more skilled. Jack exactly. that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but it gives him you know it gives him a good left hand shooter that uh, maybe leaves for missing there. Yeah, yeah. You know, we make fun of Leafs. We make fun of Leafs every year for doing stupid things or or missing out, not doing anything. Now they did something, and we're still giving 
giving him grief for picking. Oh yeah, we're we're still bugging. What are they going to do with this guy? Yeah, where does he fit? So time will tell, right? They're going to have to have a couple practices and see what who he who he gels with. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad move. I really, I mean, if I was a Leaf fan, I'd be say, yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with Nick Foligno. He's got a quarantine for seven days, so he won't be in the lineup tomorrow. Yeah, that's fine. It's a new Canadian rule, right? Like it's yeah, yeah, seven, seven days day if you're a pro athlete. That's right. Eighty-five if you're a Joe Blow on the street. That's right. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on. Uh, we'll talk about craft hockey ball for a second. I know we've had some involvement with craft hockey ball before with um, with Luke in a few years ago, which is. I mean, it's great. It's fantastic for the community. So I can't imagine how these people are are feeling as well. They're very, very excited. It was announced live on uh, Hockey Night in Canada, the second intermission, correct? Yep. Yes, second inter- intermission. Um, so this year's winner is Elsa Pogtog, First Nation. Elsa Pogtog. Yep. First Nation in New Brunswick. So their community arena well, uh, has been around since 1979. Yeah. So 42, 43 years. Um, so they're going to receive $250,000 for arena upgrades um, and an additional $10,000 for new equipment for their minor hockey league programs. Right. Um, and they're going to ha- also have the opportunity to host an NHL preseason game, which is so exciting for the community. I remember we were up there um, when the Leafs played Ottawa yep. in Lucan and how pumped everybody was that the whole town, the whole town, I think, shut down at 10 a.m. And this was yep. on, a, I don't know, Monday or Tuesday. And the whole town shut down just to, in anticipation to see these players come out and practice yep. and, and to meet them and sign autographs. And the, the excitement for these communities is amazing. Mm-hmm. Just to have like an NHL caliber arena, which is what Lucan has now. Well, maybe not an NHL caliber because the seating isn't there, but you know what I'm saying. For they, sure. They really have done a ton of upgrades to that arena in Lucan. Mm-hmm. It, look, it looks fantastic. Uh, unfortunately, no one's really using it right now. Yeah. However, they will again. Um, and I, I think the same in uh, Elsa Pogtog is going to happen as well. So yeah. I hope I'm saying that right. I think you're doing a better job than I would. Elsa Pogtog? Yeah. Okay. It took a couple times. Is that near Elsa Craig? Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, no. Elsa Pogtog, First Nation, is in New Brunswick. Oh, correct. We're a couple provinces away from Right. That. So, Lucan is much closer to Elsa Craig, yes. <laughs> yes. So, good for them. Congratulations. It's, it's, it really is a cool event for the entire community. It really brings community together. Um, and if you want to check out what we did with Lucan a, a, a few years back, check out our YouTube page, Slewfoot Hockey Show on YouTube. We have a bunch of videos on there, just interviews that we did with the mayor, with some hockey coaches, Ken Reed, just about the excitement that um, that surrounded that community the whole time. And you really get a feel for, for yeah. what craft hockey field does for the community. I think it's, it's a fantastic, fantastic uh, uh, thing for them to get. So congratulations. That's really cool. What else we got? What else we got, Dave? Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, what's happening in some of the divisions around around the league right now. Sure. Um, there's just games being played. You know, not a big deal. <laughs> um, the Central, 
So Nashville's uh, Mike McCarron, former London Knight, suspended for two games for an illegal check to the head of Tampa's Yanni Gord. Right. What'd you think of that one? Was it uh, similar to Connor McDavid versus uh, Yes Perry Kakanyemi? I'd say very similar. Very similar. Five thousand dollars, two games. <laughs> you know what? What's that? It's reputation for sure. That always weighs oh, on, yeah. the, on the decision. And and McCarron is a is much larger than Yanni Gord. Yes. Yeah. So that also plays a factor. I don't think McDavid's much bigger than Cotton Yemi. No. So size, it is what it is, you size know. Size and reputation always plays a factor in the decision. Right. Here's the thing, Cotton Yemi really wasn't hurt on the play. It was just it was no. a it was a high hit, it was an elbow. He got fined five thousand dollars. It's fine. It's yep. move on with it. It's not yep. like he needs to miss any games. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, yeah, Mike McCarron. I think Mike McCarron's got a history, though. I think he's been suspended before, has he not? He was, I think, maybe when he was in London, he played. He had a couple suspensions. And, and since he's he's been bounced around the NHL a little bit, too, right? Wasn't he in Montreal for a bit? He was in Montreal, and then... He went somewhere between Montreal and Nashville. Yeah, somewhere else. I can't remember where it was, but... But either way, he's 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 been disciplined a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, so it's that's probably has a little bit. Oh to do yeah, with it. size and reputation, you you will lose. Yeah, oh for sure. Uh, so Carolina is now at top of the uh, top of that division. Uh, Tampa's like right behind them. Uh, Florida and Nashville right now. Nashville's been playing very well lately, so they they have uh, they've snuck up up into that fourth position. So mm-hmm. I would say they're probably not going to be sellers at the deadline like everybody thought they would be, like we thought right. they would be a, a while back. Uh, Chicago is two points back. We'll see what happens with that, though. So, um, in the West, Colorado is leading the division, as expected. Uh, Vegas is right behind them. Minnesota and St. Louis. St. Louis is rounding up the top four. Arizona's, Arizona is only uh, one point back of of St. Louis for that. Arizona, I think, on a two or three game losing streak, and St. Louis on a three game winning streak. So. That really changes things. Arizona lost again today. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, could be another suspension in there. Who's that? Uh, uh, Ryan Reeves. Oh, from Vegas? Head, from Vegas. Uh, headshot on... I um, can't remember the kid's first name is Gross. His first name is Gross? Last name is Gross. Can't remember his first name. His last name is Gross. Uh, right. Anyway, Reeves came down... Caught the kid with his head down, but it was a shoulder right to the mouth. Oh. So it looked like he targeted the head. But right. When you have the size difference, it's always hard to make that judgment, right? It really is. The yeah. Guy, this guy was carrying the puck out of his own zone, and Reeves caught him maybe just above the faceoff circle. and Was his head down? Kind of, yeah. But, oh, but it was way down below Reeves' what did, shoulder. What did Don Cherry always say? Keep your head up, kid. Like, exactly. Yeah, the trolley tracks. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Did he never see a rock and sock and video ever? <laughs> I mean, come on. Keep your head up, kid. Uh, in the East, so Washington's goaltender, Hendrick Lundqvist, he's not going to play at all this season anymore. Uh, he had open heart surgery uh, in January and thought he might be able to come back this season, but unfortunately, his heart will not be ready. I mean, his heart's in it. 
but his physical heart, his metaphysical heart says I'm in it, but his actual physical heart um, has some inflammation and right. needs some more rest before he can play again, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I, I, did you honestly expect to see him back this year? <laughs> you know what? No. Open heart surgery? Yeah. In, playing in, a professional sport. In January. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll be back by... I'll be back by April, May. No. I don't I don't think he's going to play again. Well, if he has enough rest, you never know. The guy's probably in peak condition. He was. Yeah. You never know. If you have that open heart surgery, it changes your life. Oh, sure it does. Yeah. Yeah. Why uh, risk? Yeah, exactly. He's made his money. He's had a long career. Yep. He just recently got traded. Right. You know, he could have played for the same town his whole career. Yeah, you know, just retire a ranger and go it's sign fun. a one day one day contract with him and help him out in the front office somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm not worried about his finances. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's not either. <laughs> uh, so Washington, the Islanders, Pittsburgh, and Boston are all in playoff positions right now. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, the Great White Scotia North, so Vancouver who has been decimated with um, COVID-positive tests and all those types of things. They hope to start playing games later again this week. They were supposed to start practicing today, but uh, that got uh, that got delayed because of someone else who was added to the COVID protocol list. Doesn't mean Is he has. player today? Yeah, another player. Doesn't mean he has or he, he, he's tested positive for COVID. He's he just protocol. Yeah, he's protocol. Protocol, of course, means that they may have been potentially exposed to someone else. Yeah. Who's got the COVID. Um, they're looking to get back, hopefully playing games April 16th. Um, seven games were postponed due to 25 people in the staff. So 21 players and four coaching staff that all tested positive for the COVID-19 virus during their outbreak. And they're going to have a busy schedule, 19 games and 30 nights. That's going to be pretty busy for them. So. There you go. Yeah. And that kind of, you know, that, that kind of plays with the rest of the North Division as well. I mean, they've, they've had games postponed, and they're trying to make those games up. So they're going to be, uh, you know, pretty busy as well. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So Connor McDavid, he was critical of the league yesterday for scheduling uh, a game a few hours after Memorial for former teammate Colby Cave who passed away last April after suffering a brain, a, a brain bleed. Um, so many Oiler teammates of, of Caves, uh, they watched um, the memorial from a hotel room in Calgary. Of course, that's got to be very emotional. You got, you know, one of a, a close teammate. Um, and then they had to go play a game later on. I mean, McDavid said, uh, you're asking a lot from guys to sit through something like that or remember your teammate and see what they're going through, the whole family, and expect to, to perform that night. I'm not sure what the league was thinking there. Is he wrong, Dave? Or, or And they lost. They ended up losing 5 nothing. Yeah, definitely they weren't. Their minds weren't in the game. Right. These guys need more prep time to start to get into a game, right? They're, they're at the arena maybe six hours before the game starts to to get in the, mo- in, in the mode, right? Yep. Can you imagine if you... If, Take yourself in your own workplace, colleague, whatever, coworker passes away, you have to have that funeral, then go to work right after. 
Yeah. To the same place you work for that person. Right, exactly. It's just, a, it should never have happened. It's a bizarre situation. Yeah, I don't disagree with McDavid at all. I think, yeah, let's maybe, they postponed enough games. Let's make it up somewhere else. Yeah. You it, know, like, know it, when you start to confuse hockey with real life, yeah, you get a little greedy. Yeah, I think they. I think the NHL really dropped the ball last night. I yeah. I don't disagree with at all with Connor McDavid. So and nope. good for him. Good, really good for him for calling it out. It's good to see the best, if not. Are we still having this debate? One or two? He's number one, right? I don't know. <laughs> okay, when you got the best it's player, such a different player. When you got the best player in the world saying, "What are you doing, NHL?" You know. Yeah. Even if it's a top three player, top two player, whatever it is, mm-hmm. when he's calling out the league, good. He was never like that. It's good to see him do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. There you go. He's not. He's not. Well, because of the, his 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 status in the NHL. Yeah. He's not. He's not just a leader in the Edmonton Oilers organization. Nope. He's a leader across the league. Sure, he is. He's respected by all the players around the league. They all vote for him for all these awards. Yeah. For players that can participate in voting, uh, he, he's well respected, and I think he needs to be a voice like that more frequently. Yeah, and I agree. Through his career, you're going to see it a lot more. Yeah. Uh, oh, right, Montreal, Montreal's Cole Caulfield. Pretty good day on Friday. So first he won the Hobie Baker. Hobie, Hobie Baker presented to the best collegiate hockey player in the nation. Mm-hmm. So he won that award. That's pretty decent. Then he went out that night, uh, played for the Laval Rocket, his first professional uh, hockey game as a pro because he signed a contract. Um, two goals and an assist, including the game winner. Yeah, that's not bad. That that last goal was pretty amazing. It was pretty decent. Yeah, he's. I don't a, know how he got it in. And you know what? He's a he's a good little player. They could certainly use them. They could have used them last night. But yeah. I, I think they want to see how he responds a couple of games first. And in the you see him in Montreal this year? No, one hundred percent, absolutely. Oh, yeah. He'll probably be there in the next week. Are you kidding? Really? Yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah. I am kidding. Did it depends? Depends on what happens. Uh, uh, the trade deadline. If if the GM, the lying GM, you think they're trading him? No, it's a lying GM. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, he's no, the I'd, biggest liar of them all. Right. He's the best at it, though. He's pretty good. Oh, I like my team. All right, except for the guy that you released. <laughs> uh, except for the guy that you're going to trade for. I don't he's know what they're going to do. He still liked it. Oh yeah. yeah, I I think I'll tell you I'll tell you when he says that like on the night prior to the trade being done. Yeah, that trade's already either really close to being done or done. Oh yeah, when when he's asked about it. Right. By the time by the time these rumors hit the streets, it's usually a done deal. Sure it is. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see what happens. That. We'll see what happens with that. I, I I I honestly think you'll see him up in a couple of weeks. Yep. He's going to be, you know, he's going to be a, one of those guys that you need, especially with Brendan Gallagher. Brendan Gallagher is out, broke his thumb. So he's going to be out until mm-hmm. at least the playoffs. Yeah, so they he, said they said probably playoffs will be back. Yeah, so you, you're going to need 
someone who can help with that. And you're going to need all the players you can get come playoff time. So. Yeah, you need depth in the playoffs, especially this year because it's so short and you play so many games. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no rest time. There's no recovery time. Yeah, not very much. So, uh, so Toronto continues to lead the Great White North Division. Winnipeg is in second. Edmonton and then Montreal round out that top four. So, yeah. I don't know if Calgary or, or Vancouver are going to catch Montreal. Montreal's got to start playing a little bit better. Yep. Point here or there. I don't know what happened these last two games. They they can't score. That's that's the issue. Yeah. That was pretty bad last night. I mean, they're they're out shooting their opponents. I I, I think if you see another game like last night, yeah, they'll be back on tomorrow night. I think so. Yeah, uh, Toronto. Right. Um, you'll see Caulfield up there pretty quick. I would think so. You got You need someone who can put the puck in the net. Yeah. But right can now, you do it in the NHL? I guess we'll find out. Yeah. It's a different league than the AHL. It, it is for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, you want to do player of the week? Sure. All right. Player of the week. All right, player of the week, Dave. Who do you have for your player of the week? I have none other than I don't, and I don't think I picked this guy before. Okay. I, I have a a feeling I have not. Okay. In his last five games, <laughs> this individual has scored five goals. Yep. Six assists. Woo. Brad Marchand. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a good one. And he's also leading the Bruins in shorthanded goals, historically. Historically? He is he is the, the Boston Bruin leader of shorthanded goals. He had a hat-trick this week, did he not? He did, yeah. yeah. And shorthanded goal to finish the hat-trick. And he had a shorthanded goal the game before that as well. Yeah. He's, he, everybody hates this guy. And uh, but I'd take him on my team in a heartbeat. I wouldn't. Yeah, so does. Wouldn't hesitate. And the, did you see him dump Ovechkin the other night? Yes. <laughs> like Twenty seconds left. Yeah. He's not afraid, and he's he's no. He's his own player. I mean, if if he yeah. doesn't want to answer a question in an interview, he'll do that too. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen that. No, he's not afraid to say what's on his mind, and he's not afraid on the ice, and he and he's, he's productive. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's uh, he's going to be. Oh boy, I don't, I don't know what to think of of how are people going to remember him. He's thirty four, I think he is. Yeah, he's a good player. He really is. That's a good pick. He's got maybe like what four years left, something like that. Yeah, smaller guys don't usually last too long. No, no, especially being aggressive like he has. Yeah, he he's not afraid to to muck it up with anybody. That's for sure. No. Yeah. And he's taking his licks too, so. Oh yeah, yes. Yep. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> his licks. <laughs> All right. Uh my player of the week. Mm-hmm. Um I mean we probably could have went the easy route and went, hey, Austin Matthews, yeah, he scored a bunch of goals. Yeah, too easy. When mm-hmm. I look, I saw this and I was like, Yeah, this guy's giving it his all. Vincent Trochak from mm-hmm. Carolina. Four right. games played, two goals, four assists, eighteen hits. That's wow. what I. That's a stat that stood out for me. Eighteen mm-hmm. hits. He's just hammering everybody in sight. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. 
one power play goal, two power play assists, really helping Carolina to get to first place. So, yeah, they, they way to go, Vinny. Night, so it's good. Yeah, way to go, Vinny. <laughs> I liked it. Didn't use him in the shootout, but uh... that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> all right, Dave, let's get to our Slewfoot top five. All set for that? Yep. Okay. But right now, yo! It's the Slewfoot top five. Five, four, Three, two, one. Okay, slew foot top five this evening's category. Top five players still available to be traded. And mm-hmm. where will they end up? Might have had to uh, change this list a little bit because... Yeah, I've been kind of scratching and clawing yeah, it. Right? It's just coming to my mind here, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go first and I don't know what I'm going to do about this, but I'm going to say number five, Sam Bennett from Calgary. Yeah. This guy's a proven playoff performer. You remember him in the playoffs. The guy's, he's yeah. sandpaper. He is very reliable in the playoffs. Yep. Uh, he's definitely run his course in Calgary. He's not, you know, it is what it is. He needs to move on. I thought he would have been a good fit in Toronto. Because they were, you know, they 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 really were lacking in the grit department. I think Toronto's like, got to be done. They've other got than, it. Other than the only thing I could see Toronto doing, yep, is maybe getting a goalie as as a rental for the rest of this year. I don't know if Anderson's ready. Uh, you're probably not wrong. You know, they've used Campbell for he's won eleven straight. Yeah, of his 11, 11 games he's played. He's yeah, good won, for him. Yeah, that's amazing. Amazing. But I where's where's Freddie Anderson? That's and up. a ton of goalies available. Ton of goalies available. Yeah. That's the only thing I see Toronto doing. But uh but anyway, I gotta I gotta disagree with you with your Sam Bennett. Really? I think I think um Sutter's made him feel at home. So he's not going he, anywhere. I, I think Sutter's made him see things in a different light and I think he's gonna stick around. He's playing better. Okay. You're utilizing him a little better. What about sell high? Sell high? Yeah, sell high on them. He's that, hey, you you can get more. You could be just improving his stock a little bit, but but I think Sutter works in a different way where he likes that type of player. That's fair. That's fair. We'll see, though. We'll see. Who do you got? Next 18 hours. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, I'd see uh, where'd he go oh Luke Lindenning yep you know face off leader face off win leader 62% 62.2 to be exact that's very good that's that's huge yep um, leading all forwards in, in uh, Detroit on block shots wow <laughs> that's good this, and he's also leading in uh, family kill time on ice where could you see him going? Um, at first, I was thinking like, hey, could, Pittsburgh could use a guy like that. Yeah. But I see Pittsburgh doing nothing. Really? As per usual. Even yeah. with their new their front new office guys. Yeah. I just don't think they're in a position to do too much. They don't have a lot to give. Right. And I think he's he's going to be cheap. Really, right? Like he's only—he's not making a million, I don't think. 
No, it would be a cheap rental for sure. Yeah. So I'm still kind of thinking maybe Pittsburgh. Um, but I also see maybe Boston. Yeah. Somehow. Eisman's going to want picks back. He's not looking to retain any <laughs> payroll or anything, but Eisman's, he just likes picks right now. He's, he's building, he's building a pretty solid team. Yes. With picks like all over the place. We're not talking just first round picks. Um, but he's, he's going to put himself in a great position and a player like that holds a lot of value right now. If you need a face-off winner in the playoffs, this is your guy, right? Like he's leading the league. Yeah. Not just Detroit. And, um, I, I don't know. I just, I just think Boston, they're on, they're a bubble team, right? Mm-hmm. If they had a guy winning face-offs in the, in the offensive zone, maybe they're going to have more gold scoring chances. Who knows? That'll be helpful. Yeah. I wouldn't waste that. I wouldn't waste them going to another team anyway. Okay. Like a team, say like Phoenix or no. Ottawa or something weird. He's going to go to a contender. I think he's going to want to go to a contender for sure. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm going my next pick, or my next player, Mike Hoffman from St. Yep. Louis. I know the St. Louis Blues have won three games or in a playoff position. I don't know if they can sustain it. I don't I don't know. Mike Hoffman really hasn't done a ton there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he might be a good fit in Pittsburgh. In, in Pittsburgh. Not Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh. So yep. Pittsburgh's got a lot of injuries right now, and Hoffman's a goal scorer. He might be a good fit there, I think. Or even in Boston. Like you say, we're talking Pittsburgh and Boston. There are they're, two teams that are pretty similar. Yep. They need they can, they, when they when they win a game, they smoke teams. Yep. When they lose, they lose bad. And they can't put too many wins together right now. Nope. They, so, and they both need a goal scorer. Yeah, they're missing they're missing maybe that extra forward that just kinda like a third, fourth liner that can really help out. Yep. Yep. So there you go. Who else do you have? Um, I got Jamie Alexiak. Oh, that's a good one. Yep, I have that. He's been traded away from Dallas before, kind of the same scenario. Yep. And he ended up back in Dallas. So I don't see that being an unrealistic possibility again. And maybe go – I was th- for a while I was thinking Montreal right. before they picked up Merrill from Detroit. Yep. But Montreal's still not out of the equation, right? Like they, if they're – there's still a spot available. Sure. Weber's not having a great season. No, he's not. If if uh, Mete gets picked up off waivers in the next twelve hours or so, I don't. I don't think you can have. You can't have too many too good much defense. depth. Yeah, and what a what a massive player he's. He's six seven. Yeah, he's a big boy. And obviously, he's going to be a rental. Yeah, oh for sure. So he's going to go to a team that's that's going to. Need a defenseman first of all, yeah. And, and who's who's needs it now to make a playoff run? I think Winnipeg it, is it also could be possible. Toronto too. It could be Toronto. I think Winnipeg more likely. Yeah, yeah, because Winnipeg. I mean, even though they shut out Montreal last night, yeah, they could still use defensemen. I could see them picking yeah, up a lot. Got a great goalie, right? Yeah, and then and that's how that's how playoff teams are built. They're built from the goalie out. Yes, you know you got to have a strong tender, which they do. They get some pretty good defensemen with Josh Morrissey. Yeah. So if you put Alex, Alexiak on the blue line, maybe you're right. And they got Tyler Myers, who's a monster yeah. back 
Can you imagine having those two giants on the same line? Same <laughs> defensive both, both big boys. Yeah. You're not getting through that blue line. There's no way. That's pretty tough. You know, once you get through the neutral zone trap, you're not getting through the blue line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but That's I think a good one. He's going to be available for a rental. Yep. Um, I have Taylor Hall on here on the list. I'm sure you have him on your list. Sure do. Where's he going to end up? That's, I think everybody is, everybody's curious where he's going to end up. I don't know if he's going to end up in Toronto now. No. Not with Felino, not with, uh, Riley Nash, I think we're having you and I are having trouble where Felino fits in. Where are they going to put Hall as well? Right, exactly. Yeah, and he, and Hall's opened up his uh, no trade clause, right? Yep. Um, he's not going to the Islanders, I don't think. But he's not also said, he's also said if you can find me a team, I will sign long term with them. Right. Have you ever put that other teams? perspective on it maybe they don't want you long term yeah right you haven't done anything for any team not really he hasn't had a great season since the spitfires yeah you're not wrong about that you know what i mean like once this kid got in the nhl maybe it was just maybe he got pumped up too much from junior Perhaps. His expect- yeah. expectations were too high i mean he was the mvp one one season as well yeah. so i yeah. mean it's yeah but there's a lot of guys there's a lot of guys in the NHL that win awards that you're like, what? And they never win again. And you're like, ah, that makes sense. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I think actually, it's... I actually see him not getting moved. Really? Okay. Yeah. They, they want they want a first-round pick. You're not going to get that for a guy who's got two goals and has never done anything in his career. Yeah. Really. That's actually uh, probably but, a, a safe bet. But... but yeah. Been a healthy scratch the last two games, right? Just in so case, maybe, maybe Kevin Adams is like, you know what? I'm having a hard time getting a first round pick out of this guy. I better yeah. take what I can get because he's going to leave anyway. That could happen. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what team. Like he, he Columbus. Let's say Columbus. Oh. They just lost Felino. Yeah. And 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 Stefan Nizen. Right. <laughs> So there's room there, right? Yep. They put a Spitfire with a Formula and a Knight, Max Domi. Right. Impact they, 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 maybe they can just help each other out somehow. They're about the same age. Yeah, maybe. Oh, no, Domi's quite a bit younger, maybe. A few years younger. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Remember, it was, the, it was a Tyler Taylor. Tyler Taylor, who's going to get first overall pick? Right. And it was Taylor Hall. Yeah. Tyler Sagan is... He hasn't played all year, right? Right. Interesting. It is. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of 50-50 whether he gets dealt or not. Yeah, me too. It's, it's we'll going to be all happens. Kevin Adams. Like, you can't ask for too much for a guy who doesn't do anything. Well, it depends on what he can get. Yeah. 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 Okay, who else you got? Um, well, that was one of mine. So what am I down to? Is this my last one? Uh, I think so. I have one more after this. Okay, that makes sense then. Um, as we just talked about, there's a team of teams out there that need goaltenders. Yes. Teams that are serious playoff contenders. Yep. Like Toronto. Yep. We talked about Freddie Anderson. I, I honestly think if they can't make a deal with Florida to get this Drager kid. Yep. I honestly think they'll see Jonathan Bernier back in Toronto. Oh boy. Having a great season. 
Yeah, that would be interesting. He's there's not really a clear number one in Detroit, but in my mind, he's clearly the number one. Right. Thomas Grice is doing pretty good, but Jonathan Bernier just fresh back from injury got lit up the other night. Yeah. His next game is going to be good, which is probably going to be tomorrow night against Carolina again. I, I think he's going to be he's going to be a much different player than you saw get smoked by Nashville the other night. First game back after injury. Yeah. His stock's up there. His numbers are good. And it all comes down to what's going on with Anderson. Oh, for sure it does. Yeah. So I think that's a possible landing spot for. That's uh, that's 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 a bold pick. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Sometimes there's some bold. Picks. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, my last one. Um, we don't talk a lot about teams we don't see a whole lot, but. Uh, Alex Iafalo from the Kings. Yep. Um, so they're clearly rebuilding. So yeah, and he's he's a he's a free agent at the end of the year, at the end of this season. Mm-hmm. He's his cap hit is under three million dollars. It's like two point six or something. Yeah, which is very affordable for for a team that needs some scoring. And this kid can score. He's only twenty six. Mm-hmm. I could see him going to Boston. You yeah. know. Boston's only scored 108 goals so far, and that's out of those four um, playoff teams in the East. That's mm-hmm. the lowest out of all four of them. So to get someone who can put the puck in the net, that might not be a bad idea for this. Score goals, yes, you can. And you, like again, you put them with a supporting cast. Yep. Yeah, guys that can set them up, like Marshawn can set them up, or. Yep. Boston's got a whole a whole team full of players that have potential. Yep. They're having a tougher time this year than they usually do because they haven't been able to play Toronto as much. Yeah. <laughs> True that. So I, I could see him going there. It really depends. And, you know, Boston's got a bunch of question marks. Are they going to have starting goaltending back? Cause both of yeah. their starting goaltenders are out injured right now. Yeah. So are they going to want to pull that, the trigger on that, something? That kid that played there tonight would look amazing. Yes, he did. His first NHL game, first NHL win. Yeah. Swanson, David Swanson, what is his name? Swami? Slappy. Samsonite. Samsonite. So close. I was way off. <laughs> uh, so I didn't use that. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, uh, it really depends. It's uh, it's going to be an interesting day tomorrow it is. Um, with, with the deadlines. I know there's a lot of trades so far, but with a flat cap, uh, hard to say, but I think, I think some teams are, what I, what I found really interesting was the Tampa Bay trade for, um, Savard. Yeah. David Savard, where you got another team to pay for some of the salary with a draft pick. I don't think that's a bad idea. If you can swing that, you'd be a little creative like that. Who knows what can happen? I mean, if someone says, yeah, give me a second rounder and I'll pay 50% of that salary. Yeah. That's maybe how some of these teams are going to get around this tight yeah, cap space. It's hard for a GM to say, take this guy off my hands because I need to rebuild. Yep. And I'll take half his salary. Yep. It's hard for that team receiving that player to say no to that. No, for sure. I'll take this guy as a rental. I'll maybe try and sign him. Yep. And I'm not. I only have to pay half of his salary. Yeah. Oh man, that's 
it's tempting. It absolutely is. So if, if they get a little bit creative tomorrow, we could see some, we could get some interesting moves. Yep. And these moves, some of these moves have, have been in the works already for weeks, right? Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now they just have yeah, to put the final yeah, nails in the coffin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that is our show for this evening. Uh, it's our trade deadline Christmas Eve. Blockbuster. Blockbuster Christmas Eve. Yeah. So, was it? what are we down now to 16 hours? No. 17 and a half. 17 and a half hours. There we go. It was 18 and a half, now it's 17 and a half. Right. So, there we go. The, the clock keeps think, on ticking. I think we can both agree we don't see any Vancouver Canucks being traded. E, probably not. Not at the moment. No. They might as well just play their games and hope for the best. Let's do it. Stay healthy. Stand pat. Yeah. Get healthy, Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. Like anybody. I'm not picking up a player from Vancouver. No. They're not going to make the playoffs. No. They've got a ton of games to play. So they extended the season now, right? Till May 16th. Yeah. And they, they, um, as of, this morning, anyway, the Canucks could start playing on the 16th of April. Yeah. That's five days from now. It is. But they couldn't practice today. No. So does that push them back again? Oh, uh, they'll No, I don't think it's going to push them back from the games, just their practice time. So they'll be back. Well, they'll be out tomorrow. Now, five days from now, what's that? Put us Thursday? Yep. Are they including today for that? Yes. So Thursday they can play games. Yeah. And... Every day for a month. It's going to be busy. It's going to be busy. It is going to be chaos. Yes. Yes, it is. For a team that knows they're not in the playoffs. Yeah, they've got to play the games, unfortunately, though. So. Yeah, for sure, because those teams that are playing them are important to them. Yes, they are. Yeah. So, as of right now, they don't play Thursday. <laughs> it's got to be Friday if they play then. They will be playing the Oilers Friday night. Yep. Fun, fun. Yep. Okay. Dave, anything else? We're going to sign off here. Uh, I don't think so. I think we've expended our knowledge. All right. <laughs> if you want to uh, check us out on Twitter, check out Dave. He's at Slewfoot Dave. I'm at Slewfoot Fred. And then we have at Slewfoot Show. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Check us out. Check out our YouTube page, uh, Slewfoot Hockey Show on YouTube. Check out some of our past videos, uh, specifically the ones about uh, craft hockey. Though they're a lot of fun. So I'm just gonna say, like, it was three years ago yesterday. Yeah, it was. That we were yeah. we were in Lucan, getting the announcement from Bettman on the screen there, and talking to Ken Reed, and Mayor Kathy. What an experience, and and. And what a great thing for small communities. For the videos, check out the YouTube videos. They're pretty, pretty interesting. Yep. Now we know how Elsipagog Tog. Elsipagog Tog. Elsipagog Tog. Elsipagog Tog. You got it. Elsipagog Tog. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you have a great week. Uh, hopefully you enjoy the trade deadline tomorrow. And we'll talk to you next week on the Sleepwood Hockey Show. Take care. Go Taylor Hall, go.